Hey guys! Hi! Welcome to Hello Next Level, a personal development podcast to help you navigate uncomfortable times and uplevel your life through personal development, mindset tips, and self-discovery. We are your hosts, Taylor and Kirsten, and we're here to help you uncover your highest potential, support you, and create a community of like-minded, badass girl pals. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to Hello Next Level. I'm super pumped to be back because I just got back from Yosemite. Mm -hmm. So hello. (laughs) Today we're talking about a really interesting topic, especially because we're like in our mid slash late 20s almost, (laughs) which is scary. (laughs) Um, But we're talking about how to not waste your 20s and basically the qualm we have with that statement. (laughs) But essentially, we just kind of wanted to go over like how there seems to be this fear almost of getting older and just the struggle that people, myself included, still have with just feeling like you need to be on this specific timeline in order to be successful or relevant or whatever it may be that you're struggling with. So we're really excited to get into this topic um, with you guys today. And uh, I guess first we could update them on our lives. So take it away. Um, hi guys, welcome back. <laughs> I yeah, I don't really. To be honest, this week as kind of similar to the past, I don't know, like two weeks maybe, <laughs> something like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't have a lot to update. Like life has been weird and also very mundane as of recently, so I don't have a ton to update. Um. I've just been working and getting back into, I think I said this last time, going to the gym and just things like that. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, I have nothing exciting to say. Literally (laughs) nothing out of the ordinary. Actually, a lot out of the ordinary has happened in my life, but like nothing that I want to mention right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So do with that what you will. I literally, yeah, I literally just don't have an update and I think that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't know. Also, like, I don't feel like I'm, I'm not withholding information to be like sneaky about it. I just literally don't feel like talking about it, (laughs) but I'll probably give an actual update in the future when I want to. But other than that, you guys can listen to Taylor talk about Yosemite because that's more exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say, like, I feel like our updates kind of speak to the episode we're going to talk about because like, we're not in the same timeline, but it's not like one of us is like envious of the other or one of us Mm -hmm. feels like they're falling behind or failing or whatever. Like we're definitely not aside from the podcast, we have many branches of our lives going different directions. And it's like, not, it's not like our worlds are ending, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's interesting. But in terms of Yosemite, (laughs) I just got back, uh, I guess two days ago at like 4 a.m. because our flight got delayed like six times. It was not fun. (laughs) But Yosemite was incredible. We saw a few bears and a bunch of deer. And like, I just, none of our photos give any of that place any justice at all. So I don't know. It's just, it's hard. It's honestly hard to describe because it's just, you feel like 
it's not real. Like I, I look at the pictures still and I was just there, but it feels like I just Photoshop myself into a photo or like yeah. into a computer background. So overall, like highly recommend Yosemite. It's amazing. It's, it was more amazing that like, we didn't have service at all in the park. And so it was just mm-hmm. like no service, like no worries. It was just nature. You guys didn't stay in the park, did you? Or did you? I forget. No, we stayed right outside the park. Inside the park was like way too expensive. And you had to book way before we even booked our flights. Because at the time that we booked our flights, it was still like COVID was spiking. Mm -hmm. And so it was even more expensive to get cabins and stuff. But I think the next time we go or the next time we go to a national park, we want to get either like a camper van so we can drive it and sleep wherever mm-hmm. or we want to definitely like save a little bit more and stay in the park because not that the drive was bad because the drive was gorgeous it was like 30 or 40 minutes and yeah. there were stops along the way and other hikes and stuff like that but it definitely would have kind of rounded everything out to stay in the park and just yeah you know maybe there's deer right outside your door like when you wake up in the morning or you're staring at half dome while you have hot chocolate before you go to bed like also like seeing the stars in the park in the evening Mm -hmm. I think would be like the coolest thing ever Mm -hmm. so we we were a little too far to do anything in the evening just because it was such like a windy cliffside drive back home and I'm not really trying to die at 8 p.m. when I'm driving home from the park. So yeah, there's things we want to do when we go back, but it was a lot of fun. I will say I'm, I was definitely ready to be home, like in terms of my bed, like I would have liked yeah. to bring the nature with me, but I definitely wanted my bed. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Overall, it was really cool. Um, if you follow me on my personal page, like we, we both post a lot about it. Um, or I guess I haven't yet, but I will be, <laughs> but yeah, it was super fun. And that's kind of my main update because I just got back and, uh, going to Disney this weekend. So that should be fun. And apparently I just never stopped moving. So here we are. <laughs> I, the fact that you, I don't understand how this even happened, but when Sebastian and I went to Yosemite, when we were driving across the country, Mm-hmm. we stay there for a while and somehow we last minute like we just got a camping spot there oh yeah it was super last minute like somehow we were able to stay in the park mm-hmm. without like that much pre-planning <laughs> and then we left there and I think the next park we went to was Zion yeah and we showed up in that day like we got a camping spot like somehow we That's squeezed insane. in last minute at all of the parks that we stayed at. Like we just bounced from park to park and somehow we're able to find a place to stay within the park each time. I don't like, I'm like, we were so lucky. I don't understand. That's wild. And it was during, it was in July. So it was like peak summertime. People are yeah. going to national parks. Like they're super busy, like worst yeah. time to go last minute and try to find a spot to stay, but somehow, I don't know. We did it. That's so weird to think about. Maybe parks travel are busier now. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, well, did you guys visit those during COVID? No, it was when we moved here. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So it was before COVID. So yeah. the, I think a lot of the reasoning 
that we weren't able to do that was, I mean, one, it was crazy expensive for like a cabin or something like that. Yeah. And we were um, camping. So yeah. Yeah. Helped. There but like was... most of the people behind us didn't get a spot. Like we got the only spot. Like yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> literally when, when we visited the park, we just like were starting the cutoff of not needing a reservation to get into the park. So mm. we were like, I was freaking out. Cause I was like, oh my God, reservations open like four weeks before the actual date that you go. And there's no, there's no spots for October. Like, what am I, what are we going to do? Like we have everything else booked. And so I ended up having to like email them and everything and was like, oh my God, this is happening. These are my dates. What do I do? And they were like, oh, it's not on there. Cause we're not requiring them after September. And I was like, thank God that we didn't miss anything. Cause it really wasn't, it wasn't that busy at all. I can definitely see how that park gets super congested super quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was not that busy and it was just, it was gorgeous. Like El Capitan was insane. We saw climbers up there and, um, half dome was wild. I was trying to convince G to climb half dome with me the next time we go. And then I saw it in person and I shit myself. So, Mm -mm. (laughs) so basically that might not, don't people die doing that? Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) like, I'm not going to do something just to say I did it and say, wow, I didn't die. I'm not, I'm not climbing that after seeing it. Like the idea was so cool. And then after seeing it, I was like, I'd probably get vertigo and pass out and like have to be life flighted off anyway. So (laughs) I, so maybe that's not the way to go. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that, uh, it was so much fun and we'll be sharing a lot of stuff. Um, another quick, like shout out to his page, students of the earth. Um, he'll be posting a ton of stuff on there because he's all nature. So yeah, that's kind of my update. Well, are you excited to be back in the heat again? Or are you sad? Do you miss I was cold? excited like to feel the sun on my skin. And then we stepped out of the airplane and I was like, <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> it was like, like, I could like feel the air in my, like, it was just it was <sighs> a lot. People who don't live in Florida and you send them like the weather. I'm like, oh, I miss the cold weather in fall. Like I miss it in the fall foliage and they're like, well, the weather looks really nice there. Like you can go to the beach, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it gets exhausting. It becomes, they like you romanticize that in your head. Like, oh, you can just go to the beach in December, Mm -hmm. but no, it's freaking miserable. Okay. It's hot. It's sweaty. It's humid. It doesn't feel like fall. It doesn't feel like the holidays. Like I enjoy Florida. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the heat, but when it when it's fall and it's supposed to be cold, that's when I started getting angry about it. But when it's January and everyone else is crying about the cold, I'm like, well, look at me. I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It did feel really nice to like be bundled up and everything. And like, like, you know, coffee warmed me up in the morning instead of just mm-hmm. tasting good. And, <laughs> um, and I will say, I think I romanticized the cold a little bit too, because my feet were fucking freezing like all the time, but you know, there's a little bit of romantic pieces of the hot and the cold. So I'll take them both, but yeah, it is already hot as balls here. So it's fine. Yeah. It's like 90 degrees, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, I guess before we hop into our topic, 
Um, we just want to thank bright sellers for sponsoring this episode of hello next level. We are super excited to tell you guys a little bit more about that brand a little later in the episode, but we just wanted to give you a heads up. We have our first sponsor. Woo woo. So yeah. Anyway, you'll hear a little bit more about that later. So (laughs) do you want to hop into our topic for the day? Yes, I would love that. Um, Take it away. I feel like this is a relevant topic for many of us. And even if you're not someone who is in their 20s right now, this applies to any age group or any period of time in your life. Because, I mean, I think it definitely is felt that way in your 20s significantly. But I assume when we're in our 30s, there's going to be different timelines that we're going to feel pressure to follow. Mm-hmm. And I think at any point in your life, you can kind of wind up feeling like, oh crap, am I wasting my time at this age? What, like whatever age you're at, you could feel like you're wasting it. Yeah. But before we even start talking about this, I don't think that anything is a waste of time Mm-mm. and that any of us are wasting our twenties, our thirties, our forties, our tens, <laughs> our our elementary school years oh god (laughs) middle age whatever I don't think any of us are wasting time um so this episode is more so how to stop feeling like you're wasting your 20s and how to make the most of it and just how to enjoy yourself and be more in alignment with the things that you actually want and less so with the timelines and implications that are put on you from society and the people around you Mm -hmm. or your own stupid ways of thinking. Yeah. Well, you kind of just hit on exactly what I was thinking. Like the, I feel like we put such high expectations on ourselves and we feel like so much pressure from all sides. And I mean, sometimes it's expectations and pressure that we're putting on ourselves and other times, you know, you feel it from a parent or a sibling or a teacher or a friend or whatever it may be. But it's just, I feel like we put so much on our shoulders and we carry so much there all the time that sometimes we just forget to even like live it and like do these things that we care about, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's crazy to me because I don't remember if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, or if I've just talked to you about it, but my youngest brother is 13 and sometimes he even talks about like, oh, I just want to like, I just want to be able to drive so I can get a job and like basically alluding to like having his own life and moving out almost. And it's, I mean, of course there was times when I was a kid where I was like, God, I just want to get out of here. But mm-hmm. it's insane that I have a 13 year old brother that's already thinking about being an adult basically. And like having responsibilities and things like Of course, he may not be thinking of like that. He may just be thinking of the freedom aspect, but it's just like there he's so eager. Like there's kids that are like 18 and under that are so eager already to just like be there and do the thing. And I definitely used to feel that way when I was like ready to move out. And now that I'm here, I'm like, yes, I'm able to do so much more, but like, you know, did I really enjoy like the other years you know what I mean yeah I think I think about this a lot like we spend so much time romanticizing things that have happened in the past and wondering if we spent them the right way and we kind of tend to forget 
how we actually felt the majority of the time in past moments and we look at the good of it and then we miss those times Mm -hmm. even though during that time we were probably thinking about the future and trying to hurry up and get to the next thing and so we're like spending so much time romanticizing the past and stressing about the future or feeling like we need to hurry up and get to the next milestone that we actually forget to live our life and enjoy the present moment and I think it's a good thing to feel excitement for the future and reminisce on the past and appreciate the past but you have to have a good balance of thinking about the future planning for the future appreciating the past and actually experiencing the present moment because Mm -hmm. I think it comes down to realizing and being okay with the fact that you're always gonna want something more like that's just how we are as humans we're always reaching for the next thing we're always growing we're always changing we're always going to want something new we're always becoming something else which is a good thing yeah but you don't have to rush to get there like be okay with the feeling of wanting more while also enjoying what you have right now and savoring each moment so then when you look back on it you can actually realize oh I did savor those moments I did really enjoy those moments I wasn't spending all of that time with my friends and family thinking about how I'm going to be happier when I have a better job or happier when I, I don't know, have a new car. Yeah. And also if you are thinking those things, like just go out and do them then like, Mm -hmm. like you don't like why the hesitation, why the, you know, well, they're doing this and I can't do that. And so I'm just going to like sit here and wallow and think about it, you know, and it's, it's hard to let go of that comparison. And I feel like, especially with, those expectations and like all the pressure I was talking about, like definitely hard to let go of that comparison, especially with social media and, you know, all of these different apps that just show your highlight reels all the time. And even like, I feel like even in face-to-face conversations and relationships, sometimes it can get to the point where it's like, oh yeah, here's all the things that's going on with me, but it's just all the good stuff. And it's not like the genuine, like, you know, all the little bits, sometimes Mm -hmm. things aren't going that well. So you don't have to say that you're good, you know? Um, but something else I wanted to like point out too, that I was thinking about was generational comparison because I was reading this article and it was talking about how, you know, sometimes the pressure doesn't come from yourself as much as it comes from like, grandparents or parents who like, you know, their generation did things a certain way or the world looked a certain way when they were growing up. And so, you know, maybe it's no fault of their own, but those expectations kind of get taken to the present moment when they're, you know, raising you or giving you advice or um, just generally being in a relationship with you. And so I feel like sometimes those, that comparison and those expectations can sometimes subconsciously come from like the people, the older people in your life, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally true. And in those instances, I feel like if you, you're someone who, and I've struggled with this and felt this way a lot too, who feels like you're running out of time or you're just not achieving enough for the Mm -hmm. age that you're at, or you're just wasting your time. I feel like it's really important to sit down and ask yourself why you feel like you're running out of time. 
Mm-hmm. Like, why do I feel like I don't have enough time? Is it because this person has achieved more than me? Is it because your parents are, you think your parent? it's normally, at least for me, it was outside expectations. It wasn't because I actually, it was outside expectations and also me like attributing my happiness to something that I could achieve, like a goal or something. Yeah. And so it was like me wanting to rush and get there already. So I kind of had to sit back and slow down and tell myself that it was okay to enjoy how things are going right now while working towards that goal and also to release that pressure of what other people think. Because most of the time, they're not even thinking about what you're doing. They don't give a shit what you're doing. Everyone's always just thinking about themselves. So Yeah. And when you compare yourself to other people, it's not a fair comparison because like you said, you don't know about all the ins and outs of their situation and their life and what's really going on behind the scenes. And so what's the point of comparing yourself to someone when it's not even a fair comparison? And even if it was a fair comparison, it's not doing anything for you. You comparing Mm -hmm. yourself to someone else's timeline or successes isn't making you more successful. It's not skyrocketing, skyrocketing you to the next level. And it's not making you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Like, in other words, just stay in your own freaking lane. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's important to like that you can sometimes look at other people's, you know, paths and in lives and things like that in terms of motivation and like, oh, like this is where they're at right now. And like, I want to get there. But because you want to be at the same place someone else might be doesn't mean you have to go the exact same route that they did. Like, and I think that's a really important distinction to make because it's not like it's not okay to want what someone else has in their life. But like, if you're turning like envious about it, or you're trying so hardly to just like copy every step that they take until you get there, like, maybe that's not going to work for you. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's not like, maybe that's not the hand you were dealt. Yeah. You have different lessons that you're going to learn on your path and different skills and different weaknesses than the other person and just completely different life a different way of thinking Mm -hmm. so you can take lessons from those people but I wouldn't pressure yourself to follow exactly in someone else's footsteps because you wear a different size shoe anyway so like I like that. Can you just come up I with just that? Made that up. Yeah. Oh, I, I like it. I was slightly proud of myself as I was saying it. Yeah, you started <laughs> to smile and I was like, she knows what she just did. You need an infographic on that. <laughs> I love it. Well, I was also gonna give another like tip for feeling like you're not wasting your life. Um <laughs> is sit down and with yourself and start defining what things mean on your own terms like what Mm -hmm. does success look like to you because my success might be different than yours or what's going to bring me happiness might be different than what's going to bring you happiness and that's okay so if you're like working really hard to achieve this version of success that your parents have for you or your friends have for you or society has for you that's not in alignment with who you want to be like you need to figure out who you want to be in the life you want to live and then take steps to get there and also be gentle with yourself along the way but I I guess it just comes down to really knowing yourself and defining things on your own terms so that 
you're not like feeling rushed to chase all these dreams that aren't even yours Mm -hmm. and then feeling the pressure to be happier when you get there when you don't feel happy at all because you just achieve something that you don't actually care about yeah like oh I just I became a doctor because my parents wanted me to be a doctor and now I hate my life yeah like those pressures will never go away if you're chasing other people's dreams when you should be focusing on figuring out what you want even if that means selling old socks like I don't care (laughs) (laughs) I mean you really have to sit down and like like get to know yourself and I think some of our episodes, like our past episodes have touched on that really well, like how to trust yourself and things like that. But you really have to sit down and like figure out what you want and where you want to go and how you want your life to look. Um, my aunt said something to me uh, years ago, I think, um, but it stuck with me forever. And she was like, literally, why would you take advice from someone whose life you don't want? Mm-hmm. Like if I just, I don't know that it, it rang so importantly to me where I was like, that's so true. Like, and not even in the way that like, you know, I want every step that they took to get to where they are. No, but if, if I don't want my life to look similar, if not the same to yours, like why, why would I take your, your opinion or, you know, your comments or anything like that to my heart like that doesn't make sense like if you're trying if you're trying to figure out how to be a doctor you're not going to take tips on someone who works at a bakery yeah it just doesn't make sense it like doesn't line up but what I was going to say about like thinking about almost the road less traveled I guess I know I feel like I've mentioned this when I've been talking about college before but I there was another article that I read talking about how scary it is to think about the path less advertised. And I never had really thought about that. But after I read this article, I was like, I immediately feel so much better and less guilty about dropping out of college because it took me so long to even admit to like family that I had done that, let alone like myself to let myself even do that in the first place. Because it just didn't feel like that was the path that everyone else was taking. And it's because my path, you know, there might be a lot of people around me that also dropped out of college or didn't go to college in the first place or only went to community college or whatever. Like everyone has a different path, like you were saying, but the path that I was wanting to choose of dropping out was never advertised. Like I, you never really hear about stories about people dropping out of college. You just don't, that's not really like a mainstream thing. It might be a little bit more now, but at least when we were in college, it wasn't something that was like, Mm -mm. Hey, like you're allowed to drop out of college and you're not going to be a failure. Like maybe it's not for you, but that was never something that I heard. It was no, always it was like, like go to college no matter what it is, even if you get a useless degree that you never use. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so like the fear in that of like you're you feel like you're taking that path that no one else wants to take and you're going to be on there alone mm-hmm. and everyone's going to leave you and no one's going to like you because, you know, you're this failure on this this path that no one wants to take. Yeah. Um. But in reality, like there's there's so many people around you that have all of these different circumstances. Like 
Maybe they couldn't afford college anymore. Maybe they couldn't go in the first place. Like maybe that wasn't their desire. Maybe they just didn't fucking want to Mm -hmm. like, you never know. I was going to say, I think the only way that you could ever waste time in your own life is if you're living it for someone else. I was just going to say that. Like if you kept going to college because you thought everyone expected that of you, that's the only time you would have been wasting your time. And you, and you didn't even waste your time by going to college in the first place. Cause it's something that you wanted to do at the time mm-hmm. and something you had to experience to know that you didn't want to experience it anymore. Otherwise yeah. you might have been like today, you might be like, Oh dang, I should really go to college. Like I never went. So I don't think you should ever regret changing your mind about things either. Yeah. Well, that's important too, because you have to give yourself grace to change your mind. Also, mm-hmm. like just because I, I don't know, just to use an example, like just because I wanted to go to Yosemite two days ago doesn't mean that I want to go in two weeks. That doesn't mean that I like made the wrong decision originally or like same thing with college because I decided I wanted to go initially doesn't discount me changing my mind later. Like it's, it doesn't mean it's a failure. It doesn't mean that I chose the wrong thing because I chose the right thing in the moment, mm-hmm. but maybe it just wasn't right for me. Maybe it was different than I expected, whatever it was, or you I just changed my mind. You sometimes you do things and you gain all the lessons that you needed to gain from that thing or that relationship or that job. And then you move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. We're always changing. We're always growing and you're not the same person you are. You were last month or last year, or 10 years ago. So you shouldn't expect that your life is going to stay the same all the time. And it's okay to change directions or yeah. to not even know what direction you want to take. Mm-hmm. I think that's important too. Like there's been a lot of times in my life where I'm like, what do I do now? Like, I don't know what I want. (sighs) Well, there's all this talk now too about just like, I don't know, like for instance, like different love languages. Like that wasn't a thing when, I mean, it was probably a thing, but we, it wasn't like a mainstream thing, you know, back then Yeah, where like. And you know how we like to do like personality quizzes and like assessments and just like figure out like what kind of person we are, yeah. what, what we, um, strive towards, whatever, like people didn't really pay attention to that. Like a few years ago, even, and, you know, sometimes I guess what I'm trying to say is like, when I was choosing a major, for instance, like I thought it was a bad thing that I had like 70 interests. I was like, I can't just pick one because mm-hmm. I want to do all of it, but I don't want right. to do all of it for the whole time. I just want to learn about all of it. And I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but because you want to weigh your options. I yeah. mean, they're telling you, oh, you've experienced no part of life whatsoever, but now you have to pick what you're going to do. Oh, for that drives me crazy. Your life, even though you've experienced none of it. <laughs> No wonder, (laughs) no wonder my 13 year old brother's already thinking about growing up because you're supposed to be grown up by 18. That's insane. That makes no sense. Our whole life should be an experiment. Like go into college, trying some, like try everything all the time. If you are inspired by something, try it. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously I get, you have to make money and have a job, but 
you can figure that out along the way. But yeah, the important thing is to try new things and figure out what you like, like give yourself permission to just experiment with everything. Mm -hmm. And you said something perfectly too, like you can figure it out on the way, because Mm -hmm. that was such a big point I wanted to make that this like whole notion that everything you have to have everything figured out in your twenties. Like that's like your year, that's your time to like, you know, figure everything out. Like, and I feel like when that phrase is thrown around, it's like, when you say figure things out, it's like, Oh, okay. So you have a partner and you have a baby and you have a house, you have a dog that's figuring things out societally. Fuck no. Um, but I saw this TikTok, and I mean, I know many people are talking about it right now and I don't know who the creator is, but she's, she says, she's like, the twenties are not your prime. As everyone says, they're not your prime. They're not your like, you know, best years of your life that you're about to lose. They're your primer. Like, like your twenties are when you're making mistakes and you're having jobs and you're having relationships and you're trying new things and you're traveling, you're doing whatever they're your primer for your next years. Like it doesn't, it's not like you turn 20 and then you turn 30 and that's it. Like you just get 10 years. That's BS. You have so much time, so much time. I love that because sometimes I do feel that pressure of like, oh, we're in our mid twenties now, thirties coming up pretty fast. Yeah. It's like closer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and it feels realize. scary. But and I'm like, oh scary? shit. I have to like get my shit together. But then yeah. I'm like, wait a second, what does that even mean? Get my shit together. And I like that she says it's your primer for your 30s. But I also feel like we should think of every decade as like it's going to be the best years. Like our 40s yeah. are going to be better than our 30s. Like I don't want to think of like 20s are your primer for your the best years of your life during your 30s. I want to just make my years, the best years of my life as they come. And also if I'm in my thirties and I want to completely change careers and make a bunch of mistakes and just go crazy, then I'm going to let myself do that because exactly, it's allowed. And I won't discount the fact that like your twenties are very important because I think that they are. And there's a lot like your twenties are very transitional, Mm -hmm. but they're not like the one and only best years of your life. Like I, I always say, like, I always hate when people are like, I'm getting so old, like blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I literally, I always say like, I, if I don't feel old, like if I don't think that I'm old, I'm not old. Like I'm just not, if I'm 67 and I don't feel old or I don't think that I'm old, I'm not, it's fine. Like, I feel like feeling like, old and like, Oh, like frail is like a state of mind almost. And I actually, I think the only time I felt old was when I was hiking for like six hours in Yosemite. And I thought I was going to break my back, but, um, that was like the only time, (laughs) but, um, I don't know. It's just like each, each decade, each year, each day is like your primer for your next day. And it just keeps getting better from where you are now. So like, why, why put so much pressure and feel like you have to slam so much into your twenties or into your thirties or whatever. Yeah. You have a whole life to live and just enjoy it too. Like don't try to like slam, like condense all of this stuff into your best years because you have to hurry up and live your best years. And Mm -hmm. 
purposely make a bunch of weird decisions for no reason. <laughs> I mean, if you want to do that, do that, but don't do it just for the sake of cramming it in so you don't run out of time. Like that's not no, that's not fun. Like just you're have not fun running out of time and enjoy your the time you have because you're not running out of time and also we don't know how much time we have either. Like who knows. So just enjoy the time that you have. The only thing I would say is take care of your body because if you are lucky enough to become old, you're going to want your body to be functioning properly. So eat healthy meals, gain some muscle because muscle is the key. If you're going to be old, you want to have that. (laughs) So in other words, just take care of your body so that you can also enjoy more fully your old years if if you get there, which hopefully we all will. But (laughs) exactly. For now, though, I think that's a really good place to stop really quick um, because we have a sponsor to share with you guys. So we will be right back. Okay, guys. So today's episode is sponsored by Bright Sellers, and we're super excited to be um, partnering with them. Um, If you feel like you've ever been overwhelmed in the wine aisle, like I definitely have, I'm sure Kirsten has too, and bought some random wine that you end up not liking, you're definitely not alone. Finding the perfect wine match can be like super hard. And I know that I struggle with expanding my palate, but it definitely doesn't have to be that way. And that's kind of where Bright Cellars comes in. Bright Cellars uses a wine algorithm to match you with wines that you're guaranteed to love. All you have to do is take a 30 second quiz and they match you with wines based on things you already know you like, like your favorite type of chocolate or juice. Yeah, exactly. And I've actually tried it before personally. My boyfriend and I have gotten a box before and it's really cool because each wine comes with this like education card that gives you more information on like where the wine's from, like tasting notes, food pairings, stuff like that. And honestly, they're such pretty little cards. We have them up for decoration in our kitchen. And so one that I really liked was a wine called Dreamlit. And it's just a sweet white wine. I'm a really big fan of like rosés and whites mostly. Although I do probably need to expand a little to the red wines. But there's a lot of, you know, apricot, peach, honey flavors, things like that. I really like my sweet wines. But the best part of it really is that if you don't like a bottle of it, Bright Cellars offers a guarantee and will send you a replacement bottle in your next order. Yeah, it's definitely cool to experiment and try different flavors. But if you guys are interested in trying Bright Cellars out for yourself for a limited time, Hello Next Level listeners get 50% off their first six bottles by going to brightcellars.com slash H&L. It's basically six bottles of wine for the price of three. So to get 50% off your first box, head to brightcellars.com. That's B-R-I-G-H-T-C-E-L-L-A-R-S.com backslash H&L. Bright Cellars helping you discover the wine you'll love. Help support us, your favorite hosts at Hello Next Level by supporting Bright Cellars. So to end our episode, I think we're going to give you guys some journal prompts to help you kind of figure out what you want in life and also to let go of the feeling of wasting your 20s or any part of your life whatsoever. So feel free to grab a journal and a pen or, I mean, you could just write these down and save them for later if you want, you know, Mm -hmm. have a journal with us right this second. But 
yeah, we're going to share some journal prompts with you guys. So I think journal prompt number one would be, why am I scared of running out of time? And with this, think about, are you scared that you're running out of time because you're worried about what other people will think of you Mm -hmm. or that you need to hit a certain milestone by a certain age? Um, does it have to do with society standards, your parents, your friends, anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> I think another good one too, is like where, think about where your expectations are coming from and that, that can kind of be your prompt. Where are my expectations coming from? Are they coming from, do we feel like another generation or like the people, you know, the family around us, are they coming from my friends? Do I feel like I need to keep up with them or, you know, have their lifestyle basically? Are they coming from just internally because I'm putting so much pressure on myself or I feel like I need to present myself in a certain way. So kind of just dig into where these expectations for how your life needs to look like are coming from. Mm -hmm. I like that one. Um, Another, I guess, number three would be how do I, how much time do I spend living in the present moment versus thinking about the past or worrying about the future? Mm -hmm. And if it's like a a lot of time, I don't even know how to equate this, but I think it's normal to think about the past in the future. Yeah. But if it's to the point where you are not present and in conversations with people that you care about, in the work that you're doing, or you're unable to enjoy the little moments in life, then I think it's a, an issue and something you could work on by learning how to savor the small moments. So a follow-up journal prompt for that one would be, what can I do each day to savor the little moments? Mm-hmm. So that could be like brewing your favorite cup of tea and sitting down without any other distractions and literally just enjoying that cup of tea, getting out in nature, mm-hmm. um, spending time with your loved ones and actually staying engaged in the conversation and not getting on your phone, not yeah. letting your mind wander off into la la land, like actually <laughs> actively listening to your friends and family. Um, whatever that looks like for you, whatever makes you feel like really connected to the moment. Yeah. Journal on that, figure out what those things are for you. Yeah. And I also, I just thought about this as I was listening to you, but I feel like just because you may not be able, like, for instance, say that for the next week, like I I'm really in tune and really focusing on like living in the moment and like just savoring everything maybe next week, like just because I can't pull some big memory from the past week, like just because something you know, big and crazy and like picture worthy or whatever, something like that doesn't come up. Doesn't mean that it wasn't like a worthwhile week. You know what I mean? Cause I feel yeah. like we, when we're thinking in the past, we're, we think so much about the big moments that happened to us or the big things that we went through or the, um, you know, the relationships we had or the people we met or the things that we did. And Same thing with looking into the future. You're thinking so much about the milestones you want to hit and they're very big things, but it doesn't mean that all the time in between that didn't matter, you know? And I think- I feel like the happiest moments are the most mundane ones. They're like, 
I don't know, the feeling you get when you're sitting with someone you love talking about something and drinking tea or like something like that. Yeah. I'm literally so happy when I like take a few steps outside my door and just like stand in the grass and the sun. Like it just makes me feel like if summer were a person, it would be me. Like that's how it makes me feel. (laughs) (laughs) Or like sitting like out amongst my plants and just like, I don't know, watching lizards and birds and butterflies and squirrels, whatever. It's just like the simplest things. And like, sure, I could say that I could pull that memory from like 700 different days, but it doesn't make it less important than buying a house or Mm -hmm. buying a car or meeting a celebrity. I don't know what's important to you, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like the little things are some of the best, honestly. Yes. For journal prompt number four, you can discuss with yourself, um, what does success look like to you? And you can also change out success with happiness or any, anything else that's important or that comes to mind. What does that look like to you and how do you define it? Mm -hmm. That way you kind of have a clearer picture of how to achieve whatever that is. Because your success doesn't have to look like what everybody's idea of success looks like. And also, why would you want it to look the same? Like, that's so boring. Yeah. And then another one is, do I equate my happiness with too many things? Like, do you tie your happiness Mm -hmm. to things in your life instead of just allowing yourself to be happy without rigid expectations of how your life is going to go? Yeah. Which could come from savoring little moments. I think that would help with your happiness. But like, do you think to yourself, once I make this much money, then I can be happy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ask yourself if you're tying your happiness to everything else in your life, which I think a lot of things can influence and make it easier to be happy, to experience happiness, but it shouldn't be the sole reason you experience happiness. So Journal on something around those lines. I don't really feel like I gave a specific prompt. <laughs> like, do I tie my happiness to external factors? Yeah. Like yeah. And I feel like there is definitely things that can make that a lot harder. You know, if you're talking about capitalism and misogyny and the patriarchy and like society and all these like really, really large topics and things that are definitely important, but just as a general thing, you know, like I think you're happy. It's normal for things to impact you emotionally, but you should have a general baseline level of happiness mm-hmm. that you've created within yourself. Yeah. That those things, you know, they might shake it a little bit, but generally speaking, it your happiness is still there and it's not reliant on being in a relationship having the perfect job, those types of things. Mm-hmm. I, I also had another one. I don't know if this is number five or what number it is, but it's not as whimsical of a, uh, a journal prompt, but something that has helped me before is, especially in terms of those expectations and pressures, like generationally, basically making a list of things that have like changed societally since like, you know, since my parents went to college 
or didn't go to college, since my grandparents went to college or didn't go to college or whatever you're struggling with, like maybe you're struggling with buying a car. Like maybe you look at like the differences between literally like what it costs, what your income has to be, where you have to be in the world to have one now versus your parents when they bought one at 17, you know? Mm -hmm. And instead of thinking of it as like, God, like now I'm 25 and like, I, you know, have like a shit piece of car or maybe I don't have one at all. Like, but my parents had one at 17 and like, oh my gosh, like I'm, you know, I'm behind basically rather Mm -hmm. than thinking of it in that way. Think about the circumstances that you're in because it can be very different. Like for instance, in terms of college, like it's a lot more expensive a lot more expensive to go to college, to buy a home, to buy a a car, to really buy anything than it was back then. And I think that's a really big distinction to make. And I know for me personally, it makes me feel better almost Mm -hmm. to look at those differences because it doesn't make me feel like I'm behind. I'm just, I have different influences and circumstances Mm -hmm. in my situation. So making lists like that at least helps me. I don't know how, uh, how or if it would help anyone else, but I wanted to mention that too. No, I think it, I think that would be helpful. Yeah. Be helpful. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that would be helpful to look at is thinking about like, you could literally go from, for me, from zero to 25 and look at like all the things you've accomplished in that time. And I feel like it's just a little bit of a confidence boost. Like, when you feel like you've gotten nowhere or you haven't done anything or you haven't accomplished what you wanted. I think sometimes it's really important to look back and kind of look at the good days that you've had and the people that you've met because you're in this job or the, or because you tried this new activity or just kind of your successes and your feel goods, like almost like a glimmer menu of your past basically. And I know we talked a lot about like not dwelling on the past and, and looking more, trying to live more in the present, but sometimes by looking at the good things, it helps you not focus on the bad things to where Mm -hmm. it's kind of, it balances it out almost. And Mm -hmm. so you're able to live a little bit more in the present. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, I think it's really important, literally zero to 25, zero to 17, however old you are, just look at the things that have excited you. And at the same time, like when you look at that list and you look at that timeline, try to find the trend between it and maybe do more of those things, like do more of the things that make you happy. And, you know, it might feel like you're doing a lot more than you feel like you are now. Mm -hmm. You could also look at those things and ask yourself who you accomplished those for. Like, did you accomplish those things? for you or did you accomplish them because you thought it's what other people wanted you to accomplish and that's a good one even if the answer is that you did it because of someone else or for a reason that wasn't for you don't beat yourself up over it just recognize that that's a pattern showing up in your life and start consciously choosing to do things for you instead Mm -hmm. and then you can kind of slowly start to make that transition yeah exactly I really like that one Cause it's just, it's really important to like, to be aware of why you're doing those things, whether they mm-hmm. turn out good or bad. It's just important to like recognize the like intention and meaning behind it. 
Yes. Live intentionally, bitches. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I think that's a good spot to wrap up for this episode. Um, I hope everyone took something from it and was able to take at least one of those journal prompts or something we said in the first half of this episode um, and apply it and learn something from it. So, yeah, Um, we hope you guys are having a beautiful Sunday. Oh, my God. Wait, I think I'm wrong, actually. Wait, no, no. I was going to say Halloween is next weekend, but it's not. It's in two weeks. (laughs) You're a little early. I know you have your Halloween Um, mug, but you're a little early. Anyway, happy Halloween. I haven't said that to you guys yet. (laughs) This episode and I said I was going to say it every episode in October. But anyway, we hope you guys are having a beautiful Sunday. And as you know, you can find us at Hello Next Level Pod on Instagram. And also you can send us an email if you so please at mm-hmm. hello next level pod at gmail.com. <laughs> and other than that, um, we hope you guys have a lovely week. And if you use journal prompts, please, please, please um, tag us in a story yes. or just DM us and tell us that you use them. If you don't want to share anything personal. Yeah. Um, we also, story. we also have plenty more journal prompts, um, at the link in our bio. If you guys want to, uh, pop in your email there for 40 free journal prompts from us, you will also be added to our email list and you'll be getting a newsletter from us soon. So yes. be sure to do that. And yeah, as Kirsten said, we hope you guys have a good Sunday and a good week and we will see you next weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.